Hello everybody, it's Friday and this is Stephen Thompson and welcome to the Stephen Thompson Experience Leadership Tips for the Remote Worker. This is Stephen Thompson and this is my experience. Well, we're into Season 2 and in Season 2 we're focusing on music, the music of Prince, coffee, and books. So this week the title of our episode is Strange Relationship and uh, we're going to do leadership tips from the Prince song Strange Relationships. It was on the album Sign of the Times which was released in 1987. So I'm going to talk about some strange relationships. Now, I'll talk about this. Let's start off. Now, I want to focus on the relationship between purpose and convenience. Now, when you're working from home, you can be very, very purpose-driven, but it's also very convenient to work from home as well. So we want to talk about the strange relationship between purpose and convenience. I know Prince in his song, he said, Baby, I can't stand to see you happy. More than that, I hate to see you sad. Those look like they're two contradicting terms, and that's the basis of our strange relationship. Purpose and convenience have a very strange relationship. So let's go back and explore this concept a little bit. I want to talk about Thurgood Marshall. Thurgood Marshall, as a lot of you know, was the first African-American on the Supreme Court. And Thurgood Marshall argued Brown versus Board of Education. Now, what we may not know is that Thurgood Marshall applied for law school at the University of Maryland, and he was rejected from the University of Maryland, and mainly he was rejected not because of his aptitude for law, but he was rejected because of his race. At the time, Thurgood Marshall was an African-American, and African-Americans were not allowed. Some colleges would just reject them mainly because they were African-American and never looked at their ability or their skill. But he went and he studied law at the University of Howard, and he graduated from Howard University. Now, one thing, Thurgood Marshall's father, William Marshall, he worked at a club during the day. Uh, not a club like a party club, but a, a country club where he, was, uh, he worked and he served people food and uh, waited on people. And what he would do is he would listen to lawyers argue. He would go to the courthouse and listen to or lawyers argue. And he had Thurgood memorize the Constitution. So even though Thurgood Marshall didn't have the ability to you know, go to some sort of schooling, and even though, even though his father didn't have the ability to, to obtain a law degree, mainly because of his race, he still was able to provide you know, his sons with an education and exposure you know, to the law. And this is very important because this talks about purpose. So Thurgood Marshall, before he argued Brown versus Board of Education in 1954, after that, he was on the Second Court of Appeals. And in that time, he had a hundred decisions. None of them were overturned by the Supreme Court. When he was Solicitor General, 14 of his 19 cases, he won in the Supreme Court. Now, what's interesting about this and what I want to talk a little bit about is that from 1885 to 1972, the bar exam was a written essay exam. That's good because we want you know, the lawyers to have the ability to write well. But then something happened in 1972. They introduced questions, multiple choice, different types of questions into the multi-state bar exam. And one of the reasons they talked about why they were going to do it, the efficiency in grading and to aid in fairness. 
Now, what does that mean? How is efficiency in grading and fairness, what does that have to do with your ability to argue the law? From 1885 to 1972, a written essay was fine. It produced some of the greatest legal minds in the country. Thorogood Marshall overcame racism to be able to argue before the Supreme Court, and he did it on a written exam. So, why do we introduce the questions? Does it have anything to do with our purpose? It has more to do with convenience. Now, what has happened over time? We have seen the passage of the bar exam drop, and it's not dropping because of the student's ability to know law, it's just the ability of, it's the test and, and questions. And some of the things that, you know, I did, I, I looked up some of the questions and I looked at it, I looked up a, and there was a question and then there were four answers to choose from on the multi-state bar exam. Now it got me thinking, how could you even have a multiple choice question and answer? Now I'm not 100% sure if it's multiple choice. I was looking at this at a bar exam, you know, prep book. So I could be wrong. I'm not sat for the actual bar, but looking at the, prep book. It had a question and it had four answers. Now, if we have a Supreme Court and we have five to four decisions, that means there's interpretation. That means that there isn't a right or wrong answer. It's just a majority vote win. So a multiple choice question, why would you have to have that on a law exam? Does it make any sense? Think about this. When I went to jury duty last time, there was a question, a legal question, and the judge pulled out a giant book opened that book up, and he read from it. So this is a judge, and he was a veteran judge. He didn't have to memorize that. He looked it up, and he interpreted it. So why do we put these students through these questions when it's been academically proven that they really don't need them? I mean, in fact, there are law professors. So let's see, Stephen Farrell, the dean of the University of San Diego Law School in August argued that it's not the test. It's the test, not the students, that we have the problem with. And there are more and more law professors who are coming out against the MBE, specifically the questions that they have on there. Now, another thing. To get before the Supreme Court, you need to have what's called C-E-R-T-I-O-R-A-R-I. -R -R you have to write a document. And that document has to go to law clerks. And the law clerks have to read that document. And if you wrote a good enough document, they will take it to the Supreme Court justices, and those justices will read your document. And then they will decide if your case goes before the Supreme Court. So, the Supreme Court justices do not give an exam with questions. Now, there's certain compliance issues that you have to deal with as far as turning in documents on time, but that has nothing to do with your ability to argue the law. So, let's bring this home. Strange relationship. You have purpose and you have convenience. In this situation with the multi-state bar exam, it seems that convenience won out over purpose. Because they wanted, let's go back, 1972. They said, efficiency in grading and fairness. Now, I'm not sure what the argument on fairness was, but they said efficiency in grading. So, because somebody had to it was taking people too long to grade papers. We decided to change the law exam. And because we did that, we eliminated people who have brilliant law minds. 
Just to give you an example, if you were to do some research, you'll see that there's a such thing called prison lawyers. And prison lawyers, in their own free time, with books in the library, learn how to defend their own cases. Now, they can't take money for they can't take money because you have to pass the exam. But the ability to pass the exam and the ability to argue law, well, which one wins out? Well, I would think that the purpose wins out. And the purpose you can learn on your own. Passing a test benefits somebody else, and it's not necessarily connected with your purpose. So you got to think about this. Here's our leadership challenge for the day. When you work from home, you need to be purpose-driven and not convenience-driven. And you can think, I'm working from home, I'm at home, I get to work from anywhere that I want. I can easily lull myself into doing things that are convenient, but I need to be connected to my purpose. Not convenience, but purpose. Now, convenience has a place. It's a strange relationship. Convenience has a place. I enjoy being able to go and work at coffee places. In fact, the coffee I'm going to plug today comes from Alana's Coffee Roasters, and I got a Rwandan cocoa honey that I'm going to grind these beans myself and make them in my pour-over. Now, the convenience of being able to go to a coffee shop does not override my purpose of doing my job each and every day. We always got to be connected to our purpose. Now, Prince, Strange Relationship, 1982, Prince recorded that song. 1987, it came out on Sign of the Times. The Prince performed this first in Paris in 1986. The last performance of the song was in Oakland in 2016. And what was interesting about this is that Prince originally made a three-album LP called Crystal Ball. And the record company at the time told him he needed to cut it into two, and that became Sign of the Times. So there's another tip. you got to decide, when you're working on your own, what you're going to do for other people, what you're going to do for yourself. And later on, you'll see in Prince's career, you know, he began to do more and more things on himself, and he got away from doing things from the record company. So, strange relationship. Think back to Thorogood Marshall. 1885 to 1972 was only a written essay. So the purpose was achieved, knowing the law. The purpose was achieved by a man who had to overcome extreme racism. And he proved himself. 100 decisions, not overturned by the Supreme Court when he was on the Second Court of Appeals. Solicitor General, 14 out of 19 cases won. Okay, so the data shows that an individual who is committed to study, can produce. But efficiency of grading and aiding in fairness is convenience. And convenience, I believe, has eliminated great minds like a thoroughgood marshal. He would not be able, maybe not, to argue before the Supreme Court if he had to go through that process today. So let's not throw out what works. Remember what works. And in these situations, I really think that purpose will always be convenience. And we need to choose purpose before we choose convenience. And don't put convenience over purpose. And we see that so many times in today's world, and especially if you're a leader. If you're a leader, you've got to know the difference between purpose and convenience. And choose purpose. Always choose purpose. Purpose takes hard work. Convenience is easy. Convenience is 7-Eleven. Purpose is a five-star restaurant. So if you want a great meal, you go to a five-star restaurant and you have a chef who is trained, who's cooking you a meal 
that could be locally sourced, farm to table, that takes time, dedication, and effort. If you want something quick and easy, go to 7-Eleven. Get a pizza that's made in three minutes and take it home. I don't know what's, what's going to be more enjoyable, the convenience or the purpose. You remember the five-star restaurant. People don't take reservations for the pizza at 7-Eleven. Purpose will win over convenience. So, strange relationships. So here's my challenge this week. I want everybody to go out and build some strange relationships. What I mean by that is do something different. Studying out Carol Dweck and growth mindset at my job. I'm challenging my team to read the book and uh, the community that I work with to read the book as well. And we're, we're doing a lot of things with growth mindset. And we want to build some strange relationships. So two strange relationships that I'm building. Do something different. T-S-D. Try something different. So for me, two things I'm doing is that I'm studying the law myself. I'm reading contracts because I want to be able to navigate contracts and do things on my own without an attorney. Second thing I do is I'm studying money. And I downloaded the app Robinhood and I began to trade on the stock market, buy stocks, and I also downloaded the app Acorns. And I've been studying the market. I'm not spending a lot of money. I don't have a whole lot of money to spend, but I'm learning how to save and I'm learning how to invest. So I'm trying something different. I'm building a new strange relationship. So what I want you to do is understand your leadership, and then try something different. Because you grow as a leader by choosing purpose over convenience. Convenience is easy. You can do the same thing every day while you're working from home. But if you want to be a leader, if you want to be connected to your purpose, you want to try something different, you want to try new things, you want to grow in your leadership. So that's what we want to do. Strange relationships. This is Stephen Thompson. This is the Stephen Thompson Experience. I'm Stephen Thompson. This is my experience. Strange relationships. I will see you next week. Check me out on iTunes. First season of Stephen Thompson Experience is up, as well as season two, episode one, last week's Baby I'm a Star. You can go back and hear that and try the challenge. Remember, we're all about implementation of leadership strategies. We're not just a listening show. I want you to go out and implement the strategies that I'm giving you. They're going to help you in your leadership. They're going to help you in your purpose because you are a purpose-driven leader, not a convenience-driven leader. Go out and make some strange relationships this week. I will see you next Friday where we will have another Prince song, some more coffee, and some more books. Now, I thought I'd let you get out of here without talking about the books that I'm reading. So, great book. The Power of Not Being Wrong, Mathematical Thinking by Jordan Ellenberg. Great book. I did horrible in math in school once I got to middle school and high school and beyond. So I just started challenging myself to read math books. And uh, The Power of Mathematical Thinking is an excellent book. Bill Gates recommended it. Jordan Ellenberg, he's a professor of math at the University of Wisconsin. Go check it out. Again, purpose over convenience. Try something different. This is Stephen Thompson for the Stephen Thompson Experience Leadership Tips with a Remote Worker. This is Stephen Thompson. This is my experience. I will see you next week. Have a great one.